I'm Jason from Smoking and Drinking in Space, a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And I'm Rob from Smoking and Drinking in Capes, a superhero podcast from a couple guys who wish they had powers. And we're part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. And you can find other cool, awesome, geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Welcome to the return of Better Podcasting Live Chats. I am Steven, and with me, of course, is the fantastic, you didn't listen to the other show, SP Rupert. That's right. Lots of stuff has changed since we last recorded. I don't know. What is this? 14 months ago? 15, 16 months ago? Lots of stuff has changed. One of which is... I am no longer anonymous. It's not Stargate Pioneer anymore. It is legitimately my name, S.P. Rupert. Yes, if you want to go check that out, you should go ahead and check that out. It's over at betterpodcasting.com. You know you want to go check that out because we did a whole episode about the idea of anonymous podcasting. So you should go check that out. It's at betterpodcasting.com forward slash 263. That's the one that you want to go ahead and check out. And if you missed our return, here's the here's the deal is we actually returned from our hiatus, which admittedly our hiatus went a little bit longer than we had planned because of some personal circumstances. But if you want to check that out, you can go to episode 260, betterpodcasting.com slash 260. All the details are in there. And then, uh, yeah, we returned with our main show of Better Podcasting back in October of 2022. If you want to check out the pseudo return, it was one that SP did with an interview. That was episode 261 and episode 262 was the full return that was out in November 7th. So check both of those out at betterpodcasting.com slash the episode number. And hey, if you also missed it, we're switching to seasons, right, SP? Yeah, we're doing seasons now. We decided that we needed to take a break from our production from one show to the next, but we thought it would be good because then we would have better podcasting for a season and we'd go over to live chats and chill out a little bit as we recharge our batteries and get our planning ready for the next full season of better podcasting. Now, the full season of better podcasting season three will start in April 2023. At least that's what the plan is now. Everything's subject to change as always. But this live chats will go on between now and then. So you still get us just in a different format. We're just shooting the breeze. We're chatting. We're talking about podcast topics and we're taking questions from our live chat, which you can find at betterpodcasting.com slash discord. Yeah. So the plan here for better podcasting live chat is that we're going to do this show in between the other seasons of better podcasting main and better podcasting season two main show just wrapped up. So if you want to check out the live chat, we plan to do this for a couple of months, basically between February and March of 2023. And we will still stream it live on, on Geeks.Live on Wednesdays, currently at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. And if you if you didn't know the difference between the two shows that we do, Better Podcasting, the, the main show, is, is more produced. There's a, there's a lot more into it. In the live chat, the idea is that we've got a few topics we might want to talk about. Otherwise, we open it up to people coming over to Geeks.Live asking us questions or asking us ahead of time. And it's a lot more loose. It's a it's a loosey goosey show, right, SP? Yeah, we're just letting it all hang out and having fun and just uh, cu- uh, talking off the cuff for this one. It's uh, all about podcasts. And what's more important with this is we interact with the chat a lot more so we can actually answer your questions live. And someday, someday, Stephen might make it so you can actually join us on the call, too. But we'll see. Whoa, whoa, we'll whoa, see. whoa. We know where that could go. And, <laughs> and, and it's going to be be my kids calling in and asking me to go get them something. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> get some chocolate milk for the refrigerator. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, please uh, check that all out. And hey, if, if you didn't know this, Better Podcasting Live Chat, this show, which is returned, should not be confused with Better Podcasting Chats with SP. That's right. We like to take a chat on Better Podcasting. We do. I've had, uh, I believe, 26 total episodes of Better Podcasting Chats with SP. One was with two, or this uh, two was with one person, and then one I did solo. So 24 total guests out there, and they're all talking about their experience, their journey with hobby podcasting, and what their advice would be, which is awesome, because 
We are not the end-all be-all with advice. There's many ways to podcast, and we definitely have our opinions, which is why you listen to us and our assessments on how to podcast with hobbies. But a lot of you have similar opinions. So it was great meeting everybody. And if you want to be on a future episode of Better Podcasting Chats with SP, just slip me a note and I'll send you the calendar link so that we can schedule a time. Those will be on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time, which was the last time that we recorded Better Podcasting before we came back from a hiatus. And uh, I was just keeping the seat warm, but then Stephen said, no, we're going to go over to Wednesdays now. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. So it allowed to do both shows as the 2022 came to a close. But it was really fun. I had a lot of fun. Stephen, do you have a favorite episode or a couple of tidbits that you learned along the way? Uh, I think that the the show in general is good because you get a lot of people talking about similar similar topics, but from different vantage points. I have to say, though, my favorite one was the one that I did in my head canon, which was you answering the questions. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> it'd be kind of difficult for me to ask and answer the question. So we might have to figure something out there you could do it you could do it and you know you could do just you know pre-produce it you've got a green screen you could even do like you know one of those you don't even need to green screen it just creative editing where you're like sitting down with yourself facing facing yourself that's what you can do i actually (laughs) kind of like the vtubing stuff so i could like record myself vtubing on one side and then i could answer the questions on the other so it would appear like there's two different people but the same voice so maybe that would Maybe that would be too much like ventriloquism, and yeah. that's kind of creepy. Yeah, that would be kind of creepy. Uh, hey, let me ask you this question. We've been doing better podcasting for quite a while now, and we have a lot of people who come over to Geeks.Live, and, and when we record, they go and they they sit with us through the intros and the outros and everything, because after we record, we do a little, hey, thanks for watching the live show, thanks for checking it all out, and we have people converse with us, which means they listen through the whole outro. That music that we have during the intro and the outro, do you do you ever get tired of it, SP? Do you ever feel like like this needs to go away? So here's the deal. I don't know if you did this, <laughs> but I went back today and I listened to Better Podcasting Live Chat episode 40, which was the previous episode that we did in September of 2021. In that episode, you were complaining about how YouTube was kicking up a content ID on our theme music for better podcasting. And guess what? In 2023 and the later part of 2022, the same thing. And we have done everything that Pond5, so we've each bought the music for better podcasting on our own. I bought it at least twice because we didn't know <laughs> if maybe there was some time limit on it or something like that. And there is a content ID that is within Pond5 when you buy it that you get. And so we just put that in the rebuttal in YouTube as Pond5 tells you to do, and it clears it. However, we have to do it after every single episode. It is getting a little ridiculous. Yeah, and here's one of the things that we we think we've determined has happened with it is um, and maybe I, you know, it's, it's Murphy's law here for me to be talking about this, but we think that it's, it's to do with the amount of time that that music is being played. And somehow that's, that's more likely that that is increasing the chances of it being triggered because what we recently did was when I had enough, I, I had enough because it was being flagged towards the outro. When it gets flagged on YouTube, you can go and you can see where it was. And it was always the outro. And I was noticing it was the very part of the outro where the music ramps up and then there's a few seconds there before the wonderful Lauren comes in with her voice work. So I shortened it. I went and I, I made it so that um, there's there's basically minimal time between when SP and I go by and then when when she ends up saying blah, 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 blah. And, and it seems like that is enough to to throw it a little bit because the intro wasn't being flagged anymore. And the the very end parts didn't seem to be, but this this part was. And so when we do our live chats, actually, we go and we, we if there, if there's any bit of a lag there as the music playing, we actually are talking over it. And then I just remove that in post because we wanted to see if that would work. And and I think it was. So 
if you have the legitimate license to the music and you've legitimately disputed it multiple times on YouTube and, and you've legitimately had that confirmed because you have legitimately paid for it and you just had enough like us, you might want to try to get rid of how much doesn't have voice work and maybe that will will get you a little bit of um of grace there to, to, to not have it auto flag because it seems like it's improving the last few episodes that we've done that as far as auto flags go, but who knows? It's it's frustrating though when it keeps happening. It is extremely frustrating because usually what happens is I'll go in after the fact and I'll just look at all the flags and I'll be like, Steven. And you'd be like, eh, I'll go in and do it. And I think you got cut and paste by now where you go in. But they only limit you to what, 80 characters or something stupid like that? It's it's really small. Well, with, luckily with this, with, with Pond 5, they actually have a section on there and they say, if you get ID, do this. And it's just copy that, paste this, enter the um, item number of it. And, and that's all you do. And when you go through the YouTube thing, there's a different spot for um, disputing something that you have the license to versus elsewise. And so with this one here, um, it, it's pretty straightforward because mm. it actually sends it to the licensee and then they have to actually approve it. So it, it's stupid nonetheless. But uh, yeah, that that is what happens. Um, so that's but what we've been doing um, with the music and it's kind of a pain in the butt. Otherwise, what will happen is uh, we'll just have to get rid of the music and it will have to be SP's banjo music or spoons, one of the two. It's kind of funny on the latest Legends of Shield podcast, I was having problems with my soundboard and my co-host decided to hum the first bump instead of me playing it. And so I took that in post and I just made it a bump. So now I have my co-host doing a bump for Legends of Shield versus the actual music. I'm wondering if I'm going to get demonetized for that. <laughs> I don't monetize. <laughs> By the way, we have SP's agent in the chat, which I believe is Damien the DM. Uh, he he says, you'd think they'd just update the whole channel for that after the first time. Yeah, we were hoping so as well, because we that's what we said. We said, let's dispute these. Let's let them go through. And if it happens again, let's dispute them again. And maybe they'll flag the channel and it'll all be fine. But no, it kept coming up every single time. Very frustrating. And and for that, I say, darn it, YouTube. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that's what you said, darn it. So I didn't want this episode to be so jarring to people that are actually listening sequentially to our episodes. Okay. So I did go back and I took some notes about what we were saying last time. Last time was all about the hiatus. So people do not know that we've had an extended hiatus way longer than we wanted to have. It was due to personal reasons. You can go back to Better Podcasting episode 260 and hear all about that, as Stephen said before. I don't really want to rehash that here. If you have questions, we're open to it, but I, I just don't want to take the time here to do it. Uh, suffice to say, it has been a while. So we took the hiatus originally, and one of the things that we said we were taking the hiatus for was because it just got so busy in December. We wanted to have a December off. And there were issues with our overproduction of special episodes in December, like the Gunna Geek special episode and Better Podcasting had the uh, gear episodes, which are fun for us to do. But we actually have to do a lot of preparation for that because we have to go back and look at all of our purchases for the past year and then write it up and everything like that. So it does take longer in the production side of things to put it together. Yeah, a lot of preparations. When we go and we go through, we create a whole list and, and we create a bunch of preparations and, and we go A through G and then it's preparation H that we end up actually executing mm. on. Yeah, gotta love that Canadian humor. It's almost as good as dad humor or Minnesotan humor. You know? Yeah, you betcha. So anyway, we wanted to take the hiatus. The wedding, by the way, was phenomenal. It came off just, it was a fun time for everybody. It was a great party. Nobody got sick at the time because COVID was still a thing at the time. It was an outdoor wedding at a barn-like setting. So we had a gazebo for the actual wedding. The weather cooperated. It was late in October in Ohio. That's always iffy, but weather cooperated. Then we went into the barn. It was great. Definitely needed the time off for that. That was one of the things that I needed to take time off and why we were taking the hiatus. Definitely need If you kids are getting married you and you hobby podcast, meaning you're working and then you're doing a podcast, you need to take that time to uh, spend in preparation and in 
helping out your kids and that sort of thing. And also as the dad, you got to write the checks. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I did say that I was going to do some home studio work. Unfortunately, I didn't get any of the construction done in my home studio that I wanted to, but I did completely change my studio. We talked about it on the Better Podcasting main show. I talked, I had a whole episode about it over on Better Podcasting Chats with SP. Basically, I have an ultra wide monitor, I have a Rodecaster Pro 2, and I have a programmable mouse, aka a gaming mouse. And it's all been the best thing since sliced bread, except for the sound pads on the stupid Rodecaster Pro. We won't get into that right now. But <laughs> the monitor, actually, the ultra wide monitor is the biggest thing in that has increased my podcast production, my podcast productivity. It is awesome. I can't believe I waited so long to do it. Now, it's a 34-inch 2K monitor, so I've increased resolution, I've increased screen size, and I was able to do that because I went with a device like a Roadcaster Pro 2. I was able to actually set that up in here. So I did do some home studio work. It just wasn't like the construction on the walls and the new carpeting that I wanted to happen. And and it kind of makes me feel a little bad because we, uh, let, let me figure this out, October, November, December, January, plus 12, so 16, it's been 16 months since we've had a uh, better podcasting live chat. And I haven't done that. So I feel a little bit bad. I was going through this list and I was like, everything that I wanted to do, and I feel so bad that I didn't really accomplish a lot, but I did accomplish some stuff. So that's pretty cool. Another thing was the car engine. Yeah, it's still in there and I still need to work on it. So this summer... I am going to do that. I had a puppy. My my daughter got a puppy, Puppy Cooper. I also don't want to go into that, but there are some health issues with the dog. The dog is still living with me and uh, probably won't see the end of 2023. So it's kind of a sad thing with the family, but we're all dealing with it. There's nothing that can be done. We've been to several doctors. There's really nothing that we can do. I also said I wanted to do some file management in the hiatus. I did some, but not enough. Now, part of that was the fact that I got a new computer. That's also something that we're not going to go into in depth right now. But I got a new I got a new gaming computer thanks to a friend and a listener who hooked me up in the dearth of the unavailability of video cards. And I was able to construct a new computer. And uh, by doing that, I did some uh, initial file management, but not as much as I wanted to. I also wanted to get into graphic design. Uh, fun fact, I did buy some programs. I just haven't implemented yet them yet or uh, learned how to use them. So that is on the docket for 2023. I wanted to do some show updates. And what did I do? I did some with Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., but what did I do? Instead, I created a new so show called uh, Better Podcast Chats with SP. So, <laughs> yeah, it was Bas fun. Basically the same. Yeah, I had a lot of great uh, conversations there. Uh, I wanted to produce some lost podcast episodes on Starling Tribune. Uh, is I never said what show that was, but it was Starling Tribune. I didn't get that done yet. But since my production has increased with everything, then I might be getting some of those episodes out. And then one of the things that we wanted to do that we did accomplish was plan out what the future of better podcasting was. And mainly it's seasons. There are some additional changes that we're looking forward to as the seasons evolve but those changes wouldn't have been possible had we not made the decision for seasons. So just wanted to close the loop on those things that we were talking about in episode 40, which is the previous episode to this, in case you were listening to one and then you jumped 16 months and you're like, what happened with these guys? Yeah, and I'll just say most of my list went went out the window. I mostly didn't, didn't get most of my stuff done. Uh, not true. Not true. You mostly. did. You revamped the Gonna Geek website. That ish, was on your list. Ish. Due, due to technical reasons. But yes, yes, that is true. Uh, technical reasons force my hands. It, it still has a lot of work to go, but that is what it is. But at least you're right. It is going. It, it, is, it is much more functional from a podcast network perspective now than it used to be. I'm glad I finally got that done. And uh, it just makes things so okay. It makes things so much easier when a new network member comes on because because there was always a big lag time when people came on and me having to do the website because I had I had custom built so much aspects of that website to make it work. I was literally have to, having to update multiple PHP files in the background 
in multiple lines with with stupid PHP code and also having to manually do a bunch of images to to get them to the right size. It was it was a nightmare. It took me forever. And I'll I'll admit it like because this is live chat where we just we just say what's on our mind. I hated it. I It, it really, really, really like I as I would want to go clean my kitchen before I did it because it sucked so bad to do. Yeah, it was really dragging on you and it was really dragging on the network as a whole because yeah. people were asking like simple questions and you're like, I don't want to deal with it. But you, you didn't say it like that. But I, I knew what the attitude was and I'm like, OK. And I knew you were going through things, too, as well. You also wanted to do some gear trials and you've yeah. kind of since we've been back podcasting, you've started that. I have. You're right. I, I gave the Mixcast. No, not the Mixcast 4. Yes, the Mixcast 4. I gave that a bit of a bit of a run, which which is good because that that's something that um. Obviously, since we took our hiatus, the Roadcaster Pro 2 came out. The idea behind the Mixcast 4 was to compare the, the Roadcaster Pro to the Mixcast 4. And I have to say that um, I actually think there's a lot of things that the Mixcast does better than the Roadcaster Pro 1. There are some things that the Roadcaster Pro 1 do better that at the moment I've moved back to, um, primarily, I'll just say right now, primarily from the perspective of... Um, the the sleep mode behavior for some weird reason sleep mode on the mix cast for um like sorry not not the sleep mode itself on the four what happens is when my computer goes to sleep the mix cast four for some reason loses its mind with the usb it won't come back up until i power cycle it i don't know that that's a really odd behavior and then the transfer tool is is really bizarre like i don't know it's just kind of it, it, it's kind of a pain to do and sometimes and, and quite a bit slower than the roadcaster pro uh one was but at the same time um there's other things that i think it does a little bit better and i think it's a little more intuitive to use but um yeah i'm back to the rcp one so not to go over it in depth but i do have the roadcaster pro 2 I have had significant issues with the sound pads. As a matter of fact, it was those booting it up tonight as I got home from work. The freaking sound pads went off again. Of course. You can go into our Discord server. There's a link to at least a tweet and maybe a YouTube video that I took of the sound pads going off. I have noticed a commonality in everything so far. It has only happened when I have the dust cover on so far. Whenever I've had the dust cover off when I booted up, it hasn't happened. Weird. And, but it doesn't yeah, touch so anything, right? No, I think it's the air pressure. I, I uh, think I, I don't I don't know. So I'm going to continue to test a B testing and see if it ever happens when it, the dust cover is not on when I power it on. Aside from that, the preamps are superior to the Roadcaster Pro one. There are two USB C's in there, which allowed me to connect to two computers if I wanted to. Right now, I've got it connected to my computer and a soundboard. I don't have to deal with those stupid polywave files. I've never had to deal with them, never want to. So that is a plus with this. And the, honestly, there, there's so much about the Roadcaster Pro 2 that's good. The only issue that I have is these sound pads that are firing off for no particular reason whatsoever. And sometimes it's not when I turn it on. Like it'll be, I'm just using it. I'm, I'm just... Uh, editing or something and the sound pad goes off. And I'm like, what? Where is that in the track? And I look over, I'm like, ah, dang it. So it might not just be the cover on it, but I don't know what it's setting it off. I mean, literally, I'm not touching it or anything. There's no electronic if interference near it or anything. So I know we have listeners that have uh, had those issues as well. And at least one listener has RMA'd it. No response to Rode on this whatsoever. And in truth, I have not directly contacted Rode myself on this yet. I wanted to do some more uh, A-B testing, but I just wanted to say that as long as you were talking about the Mixcast 4 and the Roadcaster Pro OG, and part of me wants to have the Roadcaster Pro OG because at least then <laughs> I would have a backup if I wanted to RMA this. But anyway, uh, you also wanted to do some video gaming, and I know your sons were into that. Did you ever get to play with them in video uh, games? No, no, I haven't. And in fact, I, well, I did a little bit, but not really. It's like, you know, once a month I, I'd grab an Xbox controller, but I actually also recently redid a few things in my studio inspired by you, which was, was, um, 
it's just amazing getting rid of all this gear, I have to say. So, so thank you. I, I've I've gone back to or I've gone to the Roadcaster Pro One only. And I know the preamps are not that great, but hey, I'm I'm willing to do it because honestly, I'm able to clean it up enough that I think it's okay. I'm I'm not running a production studio. I'm not making money on my podcast. And just getting that space back is fantastic. But I say all of this because since I did a couple of, of tweaks to the studio and the computer, I have. I, I've been playing a little bit of games over the last few <laughs> couple of weeks, which is re- really funny. Really funny. But I want to actually just just like, you know, totally kill the flow and go back to the art with the Roadcaster Pro one because we did actually have a Roadcaster Pro two because we did actually have Josh Liston who did chat in our Discord about the Roadcaster Pro 2, which okay. was, um, he, he had said that uh, Roadcaster 2 issues I've never had with RCPOG S1 E97. So season one, episode 97 of the podcast titled Roadcaster 2 issues that I never had with the RCPOG. So that that's the podcast that he's running. Uh, and he said the uh, RCP2 started up and got stuck on the load screen and wouldn't progress. After a reboot, the unit loaded and then wouldn't recognize the SD card. After a second reboot, the SD card was recognized. So there's definitely some some glitches coming on with that. And I wanted to mention that because, hey, we talked about the glitches and let's not harp on it. But let's let's at least acknowledge that there seems to be some. But he did also mention he's on the previous firmware. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm on the new firmware, which I believe is 1.1.1. Uh, and I know the previous one I was working on was 1.0.7. One thing that might be different between Josh and me with the SD card is I'm using the SD cards the way I did with the old Zoom H6, and I am filling them up and then putting a new one in. He might actually be on the same SD card, which might degrade after a while. I don't know. It might be an SD card issue versus the Roadcaster Pro issue. I I don't know, and and I'm not going to speculate, but it is something that might be different between the way that we use it. So we've got that. Also, some of the things that I wanted to do was clean up the house a little bit. I have actually done some of that, not nearly as much as I wanted to, but I have done that. Uh, Also, (laughs) both Stephen and I have been revamping our holiday decorations. And in the previous episode, I said that I was going to recycle some of the decorations, which I have, but I haven't done a full sweep. I'm definitely going to do that coming up. I did. I have added to my display. And in the previous episode, I said my display while improving is nowhere near Stevens. That is still true. I have a nice display. It is going to get better, but it is still never going to be as advanced as Stevens. So Steven, you are working year round now on your Christmas display because, you know, you're doing stuff in the summer with the LED lights attached to the house and and uh, different things like that. Yeah, no, uh, for sure. Because I, I got into some smart LED uh, lighting to do with with the house. And this year it was very successful. And then uh, SP actually put me on to being able to fix some of my holiday inflatables. So that will be on this year's summer to-do list. But I hope before I get to doing that sort of stuff, I, I get towards the thing that I know I'm sure I mentioned in the last episode. Because I've mentioned it every f- time we've talked about any studio upgrades for like five years is I still haven't done my backdrop. I, I got rid of the backdrop, for those of you who, who <gasps> whoa, weren't, whoa, weren't whoa, aware whoa, of this. Whoa. I'm looking about, at it right now. Talked about this on the Better <laughs> Podcasting main chat. I'm using a green screen right now to, to simulate the old backdrop, but... Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, there lots of green right now on my hand <laughs> as I wave it. But the thing is, um, I, I, want to, I want to get something... It's a pain in the butt to set up every single time. So I, I want to get back to something that's... That's real behind me. It's not going to be as much of a monstrosity as my old one. Still should should look kind of nice. I might build it in pieces. I've, I've got a couple ideas. And, and so I was thinking that I might I might start to work on it in pieces. So you'll kind of see the evolution as I build on this show or other shows, maybe when I start to do it, because I, I was thinking about like, can, can I get my backdrop all built together and then just debut it? And I'm like, I could. Or, or I could not, and I could just just build it, and people could see it happen. So I've got some ideas on how to make it all do, work together. I might do something that fails. You never see that part of it again. We'll see. It's not going to be anything crazy, but yeah, that that's that's where the backdrop issue is. Um, also, I, I do have to say that um, from a video streaming perspective, I still am really like I've reflected on this quite a bit over the last couple of years. Um, 
I'm still really proud of what we do for for our show with 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 the the video side of things because we've talked about video before how we put it, it's a pain in the butt for a bunch of different reasons. It makes it more difficult for us to set up. It makes it more difficult for us to to record. It makes us more more difficult for a whole bunch of editing and other things. But I still am really happy that the product we produce, even if it's only a, a small percentage of our of our audience that watches it. And I, I just I I know that that's kind of you know, a, a little egotistical for me to say that, but I am. I, I I really like the video thing that we put out. Might be time for a little bit of a splash of paint on the overlay, but for now it works. And something else that we haven't mentioned yet, I believe, is that we've both upgraded our cameras. Now, we didn't go all out hmm. and get a mirrorless camera or anything like that, but I don't know what you're using right now, but I'm using my Brio 4K, my Logitech Brio 4K camera, and I think it's increased the quality of my video for the most part and at a fraction of the cost that it would be for like a mirrorless or a full blown, you know, full frame camera. And I, I think that has been a, something that we both strive for in video to say, you know, let's take that next evolutionary leap without breaking the bank. So we've got that. Um one of the things that I wanted to talk about is I wanted to, at last time I said I wanted to get into writing. While I haven't gotten into any actual novelization or anything like that, I have been asked by several friends to edit their work. So I have been involved in the creative writing area. I kind of handcuffed with some NDAs, so I can't say exactly what it is. But as soon as I can, I'll let everybody know what it is when the works are published and that sort of thing. So we did that. And another thing to get back to the holiday time, this past December, December, 2022, I went back to doing three podcasts. I had better podcast chats with SP, better podcasting was resumed. And I had legends of shield. And if y'all remember back to that infamous better podcasting episode 50 with the golden rules of hobby podcasting, one of the rules was don't do more than two shows a week. And I definitely felt that during the holidays. Matter of fact, not only uh, will I strive to cut back to two shows in December of 2023? But I think I'm going to strive for actually cutting down to half of the shows that I would normally do in December 2023. It's just too busy of a time in my life. I get too caught up in anything that's going on. And whether it's decorating, shopping, family time, uh, parties at work or anything like that. I don't think that we've talked about it that much other than, oh, we need to take a couple weeks break. I'm at the point now after podcasting for more than 10 years that I really have noticed the stress level go up because of my podcasting, not mm -hmm. necessarily the holidays, but because of the podcasting to try to keep it going as normal during December. So that's one of the things we'll talk about it later in the year. That's one of the things I want to do in December 2023 is really cut back on the podcasting that I do. I 100% agree. Um, you know, with the circumstances that I had, obviously my year of not podcasting during December was different. But um, this year when I podcast a little bit in December, even, you know, taking a couple of weeks off, I, I noticed that it definitely seemed like it seemed like a lot going on there and a lot to try to manage amongst all the other stuff that I usually do during December. So I, I, I hear you on that. And, you know, we've talked about it on better podcasting before we have the opinion that as a hobby podcast, po hobby podcast, you're probably not going to see a lot of growth or, or shrinking by whatever you do in December, because the odds are that, your your sanity is, is going to be more important for your growth long term than maybe losing a potential listener for taking a little bit of time off in December. So, yeah, I, I agree. We usually take two, two, we usually take later uh, <laughs> live live errors right there. Uh, we usually take a couple weeks off in December, but that also anticipates doing a little bit of pre-recording for better podcasting. So I look forward to seeing what schedule we come up with for December. We have planned the usual manner through to the end of the year, but I think you and I both are, are internally saying to ourselves, we might need to revisit December's plan. Yeah. 
I just think it's it's too much, especially if we do special episodes of whatever. Like I did some holiday themed episodes with uh, Legends of Shield, and it just happened that we were doing holiday inspired stuff that was on Disney Plus, and so we holidayed it up. It wasn't that much, but it was just the fact that maybe I needed an at least an additional week off in yeah. there just to have the time available because sometimes production can't happen because I have to record the next episode. So some of the production was delayed into January, which is not a bad thing because there is a drop off of listenership in December. So if the content is available there in January, that's good. I felt bad because they were holiday themed episodes and they didn't get out until January. I'm like, well, who wants to revisit the holidays when you're trying to charge hard into the new <laughs> year sort of thing. Nobody's in the holiday spirit anymore. People are sick and tired of winter and the cold and ice and snow and that sort of thing. So yeah, now let's definitely between the two of us. And I'm interested to hear from our audience as well. You know, what do you think about scaling back even further in December? I think it's actually a good thing. Uh, after 10 years of podcasting, you know, the first couple of years doing five to seven podcasts and then scheduling back from that. Um, Yeah. I think the golden rules of hobby podcast probably need an additional one to say, (laughs) yes, only do two shows, but then in December, really think about what your production schedule is going to be. By the way, in our live chat, we do have um, SP's agent, Damien, the DM saying gear episode in January instead. And Johnny P saying, I'm not complaining. I thoroughly enjoy gear talk. And SP's resurrected beard says my life. I, I, I should just try to like, you know, make up random names. I'm going to say, which I believe is Alron. Uh, he, he says my life is ice and snow right now. But because everybody has these funny names in our channel, I'm just going to start being like, we got Phil. Phil says my life is ice and snow right now. And uh, I'll just start randomly making up names for everybody in our chat. Oh, uh, that's Rob there in purple. Uh, and he says Fort Worth is shut down right now because of a bit of ice. I was actually talking to a former co-host of mine, Sean from Voices Defiance. And he was he lives in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And he was saying that they were shut down for ice for. And this was yesterday. He said it was shut down for three days. So I guess it's another uh, day there. So four days, they're going into four days down there. So, wow. And this is the same area that got hit hard. I believe it was last year that they lost power for like a week because of the ice and stuff. They just couldn't keep things going. Uh, so feel you there. I really do, especially growing up in Minnesota, although we rarely lose power for a week. So yeah, it, we just spend the money to keep the infrastructure up there. And talking about Texas, I wanted to mention this because I said it on the last episode, I was going to go and see Starship launch, which I thought was going to happen in early to mid 2022. And I was going to see Artemis launch, which I thought was going to happen later in 2022. Although I did say, I don't know which one will be first and everything like that. Well, Artemis did launch. I had an opportunity to go in one of the earlier launch windows and I guess some inside baseball. I know some people that work for NASA and they were like, Hey, SP, you want to come down and see the launch? I was like, hell yeah, let's go. But then I ran into some issues, some family issues, some car issues. So I couldn't go to the revamped launch date. So I couldn't see that, but I really am looking forward to, I think I'm going to skip Artemis two, but I really want to see Artemis three for some reasons that I might share later, but I do plan on going into that. Starship hasn't launched, although on my right screen right now, I'm looking at it on the pad in Boca Chica, Texas, and it's supposed to launch in the next couple of weeks or months. So hopefully I'll get down there. So that's one of the things that I wanted to do. I think I still might do it, which might impact future production of better podcasting, because if I go, there'll be a week or two that I can't record. All right. In our chat over at Geeks.Live, we got some people talking about gear again. So let, let's talk a little bit about gear because we did have uh, uh, earlier today, we had Waco Wado. That's how I'm going to say it. Waco Wado uh, say MXL BCD1 thoughts and go. Uh, first off, let's just say that we actually have talked a little bit about the MXL BCD1. We both actually have one of them. Uh, SP has two. Uh, unless he got rid of it because one of them was, uh, was smoke filled and he tried to clean it and it didn't go very well. So, uh, he bought another one and then I've got one there. Him and I, 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 can, can I just, can I just make it hazard a guess here? 
don't get it. That That's, I think, our recommendation because honestly, we think there's better mics than that price point out there. It doesn't sound very good in our opinion. Um, we think it was... I, I, I'll speak for myself on this. I think that it got its success because MXL at the time had a pretty good name with some of the other easy-to-use microphones that some folks were using. And... Um, at the time, the BCD one was out. There wasn't a lot of other opportunities in that category. The, the landscape has completely changed in the the lower priced broadcast style microphone. And even when it wasn't a, a big array of microphones, we still didn't think it sounded very good. Go ahead, SP. Yeah. So this is the one that I actually am. I really that loud? Yeah, is you're it quite better loud. Now? You're quite loud. Is it, is, is it better now? There it goes. Better now. Is it, okay, so this is the one that I rebuilt, and it was smoke filled, and I'm getting a bunch of of uh, mic noise because it's not on a stand or anything like that. But every time that I've heard this thing, I do not like it. I do not like it on anybody else's voice. I do not like it on my voice. I think uh, it was an early attempt at doing a cheaper broadcast dynamic microphone, but there are so many better options out there. And uh, just so you know that this is not representative of the fact that I rebuilt this, I'm going to put the other one on in a second. And so you can hear that. Yeah. And apparently, it, it kind of sounds to me like it always sounds a little bit hollowy. What, what it, sound, it sounded like to me whenever we've tested it is, it is hollow with the sound of trying to throw in some of the, the low end that the SM7B had. That, that's what it sounded like to me. It, it doesn't sound that great. And um, there's a reason why neither of us have used... I don't think we've ever recorded an episode on it, to be honest. I think we both, we both did offline tests, didn't care for it. And then, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't care for it either. This might sound a little bit better. I mean, I, I literally had to... I, I could see the end before you were you you've got a different angle than you're holding it before. So uh, okay, well this is the new microphone. The, it was brand new when I bought it, and I thought, well, the other one, it just didn't. There you go. Uh, tilt it, tilt it a little more because okay. now you're sounding more like how you were. Okay. There you is go. this better? Okay. Much better. I, <laughs> I was actually uh, speaking across it like uh, you would a Blue Yeti versus right into it like you should for any dynamic microphone. So anyway, this is a brand new one. I still don't like it on my voice. I had to resolder the connections on the other one. And this is what I would sound like on a normal <laughs> BCD. And it's Sorry, just... in our live chat, we have uh, SB's agent say, it kind of sounds like you're talking to it down a cardboard tube. A hundred percent agree. I agree. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, not to be deterred because Rob was asking, because I think he wants to up his game with the microphone. I actually have a couple of suggestions for you. So if you just hang on, I've got a couple more to go through. Yeah. Here. And the one that I, I personally have not tested and Oh, I, oh, no, it is still there. I was going to say it's over to my right. Uh, I don't have a cable. Damien will recommend it all the time. It is the Zoom. Mm, the Zoom. Damien, help me in the chat. It's the Zoom something. ZDM1. ZDM1. I can't see it on the frame here. You can go to the frame. It's the Zoom, Zoom ZDM1 uh, or ZDM1 if you'd prefer. And uh, he recommends that. And he's, he's now saying in our chat, ZDM1, 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 ZDM1. <laughs> so I put that on. That's what I'm speaking on right now. So I can tell you right now, just through my self-monitoring, that Way I better. like this a lot better than Way the better. MSL. Now, I did do uh, just an initial test, which we'd never aired before or whatever. But I did, as, uh, as when I first got it, a test between this and the next mic that I'm going to use. And on my voice, I prefer the next voice or the next microphone, but Damien has a set of, I believe, five of these. If I'm not correct, it could be four, but I think he's got five of them for his podcast, and I've listened to his podcast. I've listened to his players on it, and it sounds good. It sounds good enough for what he does, and he's saying in chat five. Five is correct. So the ZDM1 goes for like 80 bucks, I believe, because it didn't review well against other microphones, but I think it is good enough to take that next step. If you're using a substandard microphone and you want to go 
uh, off a USB microphone, you want to go to an XLR microphone or something like that. It's not the one I would personally recommend, but I know Damien highly would recommend it. And now that I've done this, I've got a couple more, at least one more that I'm sure everybody's curious about. So you ready there, big guy? Yeah, okay. uh, let's hear the next one, which is, I, be I believe, the Rode Pod mic. I think that's what he's hooking up right now is the Rode Pod mic. I, you know, the other one that I think you should get your hands on, because I'd love to hear it on your voice, is uh, as the um, Shure MV7X, not the MV7. It, it actually sounds, the, the two of the mics, from all the tests that I've heard, they actually sound very different between the MV7 and the MV7X. I think that you might sound okay on that one, too. Yeah, and now I'm on the Rode Pod mic, and the one thing that I don't like about this is it's very susceptible to plosives, even right. with a big windscreen on it. Now, I don't have a windscreen on it right now just because I couldn't grab one in time for the podcast, but out of these three microphones that I've just done, I would choose the Rode Pod mic. Now, it does have some limitations in its frequencies, but I would choose this over the ZDM one. Thank you, Americans instead of the ZDM one. It doesn't matter. It's the same <laughs> microphone. I mean, for a hobbyist, both of them are probably pretty good. But since they're about the same price, I would recommend the Rode Pod mic over the um, ZDM one, the Zoom ZDM one. And yes, actually, it's funny that you should mention that because I was thinking about the next microphone that I would want to just try out just to see what it sounded like. And since I've had so much issues with the Shure SM7B, I've kind of, and I got rid of it. I was like, well, I've got this new tech now. I want to know what it sounds like on my voice, if it's any different or anything like that. And I would have to rebuy it, which they're like $500 now. But the MV7X or just MV7, MV7X, MV7X, the, the XLR version yeah, of it, that one. it yeah. is the one that I would want to try out of the two just because of cost factors. I think it yeah. would be re more relatable to hobby podcasters and stuff like that. So... Uh, that is not in the same price class. It's about two hundred fifty dollars, two two twenty, something like that. These microphones that we were just looking at were like hundred, hundred twenty, maybe hundred fifty with the MXL. But uh, definitely, I would stay with the Zoom or the Rode if you're in the one hundred dollar class. There are other microphones out there, by the way. But if you're interested in one of these, I would, I would recommend the Rode over the other one, but I definitely would recommend both of them over the MXL BCD one. Yeah, I, I have to say the uh, the pod mic, as I hear them, I think the pod mic is a better fit for what you are, what people are used to hearing you at, which is the RE320. And the RE320 is, in my opinion, a lot, lot higher on the um, upper frequencies. That's where it shines. It, it, it lacks a lot towards the bottom end. Um, but but that's where it really shines is that higher end. And I think the pod mic is more in line with that. With that said, for me, hearing those two, and I'd have to go back and I'd have to really listen and I'd have to experiment with a bunch of different things. I think there's there's a realm where if I remove what I know you like to sound like, I might like the zoom better on you. I think there's a realm realm in that if you're going for a different sound. Now, I know that you're not. But I know there are some podcasters out there which are and and it's the podcasters who are inclined to go for the SM7B because it's got that that more heavy heavy weighted end because a lot there are people who buy it for that reason that they, they want that in their sound. And I'm not one of them. Uh, I'm not one of the ones that want the big, big bassy sound like that. Um, I think that it, it sound I think it sounds better on you, the Zoom, than a lot of the other mics that are heavier on the bottom end do for you. So, um, but they're both, they both sounded good on you. Yeah. Now, by the way, I've changed microphones and now I'm on the Sennheiser MD 46. Now this microphone, I really tout this microphone, really enjoy it. It's a hypercardioid uh, dynamic microphone. It was actually commissioned by NBC Sports in advance of the Sydney 2000 Summer Olympics as a on the field interview microphone. Tons of people have used it. It's still used today in both sports, weather reporting and on the street reporting. It is made uh, to do a lot of great things. It's got a great sound. Uh, Grammar Girl, one of the original podcasters, OG podcasters, has used it for years, still uses it today. I confirmed with her. She's actually on Macedon now. Uh, Mignot Fogarty is her name, but she started out as Grammar Girl. And so this microphone has been in podcasting since the beginning. I've really enjoyed it. The one detriment 
in comparison to like the Rode PodMic, it is, is $200. And it has a lot of the issues that any stick dynamic microphone would have like with plosives, even though I have a windscreen on it. I know if I talk into it, directly into it, I'm going to get plosives. But, and, and it is not all unnecessary. It is not going to get, if you're podcasting with somebody else in the same room, it's not going to get rid of their voice completely. You'd still have to noise gate it. But uh, yeah, it, it is pretty cool. It, Johnny in the chat said the ZDM1 is currently $60 new at Z Sounds. Now, I've never bought from Z Sounds, but $50 is, or $49.99 US is actually a pretty good deal there. So yeah. anyway, what, what do you think at, after comparing the other microphones, including the RE320 and now hearing me on the MD46, what do you think? Uh, I like the previous two better for you. Wow, that's yeah, but some. I big... like I, I like both of them better. I think. Okay. The, I think this one is um, too cut off, which which should be for its its intended purpose. And I think it would be far better in like many scenarios, live scenarios, than either of the other ones. You get too much cross talk between the other ones, but but I I think the other two both sounded better than that. Yeah, I do have these for my in-person live like uh, podcast panel. If we go to conventions and do a podcast panel, these are the microphones that I would put on the table for uh, to record us. And uh, conventions are a funny thing. You have uh, you have uh, what is it called union rules, and you have uh, rules with the sound system with the convention and stuff like that. So oftentimes, if you want to record yourself, you're going to have to set up your own gear. And that's why I have this is to be able to set up my own gear and record our own selves so that we could have those panels uh, in uh, as good as quality as we can. And I've tried to work with conventions in the past because they have recorded say, hey, can you give me a copy of the audio? They all say sure before you go on stage and you never get a copy of it. So it's just something that I it's very expensive to have six of these on hand since they're $200 a piece, but I built up over, built them up over time and I have them. So anyway, Rob, you asked for microphones, you were looking at upgrading or whatever. So now you at least have a feel of some that uh, you might go with. And I just want to comment, uh, SP is resurrected beard in the chat says the Sennheiser sounds cleaner. I agree with that. And I think part of that is because that mic is meant to be handled. The other two are not meant to be handled. And I just from having heard SP with different microphones before and, and whatnot, I do believe the handling noise was coming into those a little bit. Um, the the it did seem to be like as you were moving around, though, um, with the uh, MD46, it sounded to me like actually your sound was changing quite a bit. At least that was my mm. take. So I think the other two were a little more consistent as you were kind of moving around a bit. The MD46. I actually, after you asked me that question, I noticed you brought it a little closer to your mouth. I actually thought you started to sound a lot better once you brought it closer to your mouth. The MD46? Yes. Yes. It does have a proximity effect with it. So but yeah, I, I could definitely there, say that. Yeah. I, I Pod Mike in the chat, he's, he's actually following up saying Pod Mike sounded good. You know, uh, there's a lot of people who do quite like it. Uh, if you want to check out a lot of, uh, reviews about it, you can, um, I, I think that it does sound like a, a half, a pretty decent microphone, especially for the price point, but you know, Damien SP's agent, go ahead, convince him. Otherwise you, you've got the zoom, you, you love it. And, um, I, I would love, to, I would love to see you convince him otherwise, just, just I'm because glad- just, not for any, any reason other than I want to see the discussion happen. <laughs> I'm glad Rob asked the question specifically on the BCD one, because those are some of the microphones. I've mentioned this in other podcasts. I am starting to sell off my used gear that I don't want to keep on hand. And the BCD one would be one of the microphones that I don't really want to have on hand yeah. anymore. I I, I just, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just going to get rid of it. And uh, uh, it doesn't sound good. I, I don't want to give it away to anybody that listens to this podcast because I don't believe in it, but I know somebody out there wants it. So I'll, I'll probably sell it and uh, just get rid of them. So that might be the first and last time you hear (laughs) (laughs) the MXL BCD ones on the podcast. So thanks for asking that. Um, But just getting back to some of the things from last episode, we haven't covered everything yet, so we'll have to bring it on to the next show. But there was one thing that we brought up that, 
when we come back from a hiatus, we were expecting a couple of new podcasters out there by the name of Betsy and Johnny. Looking forward to their first podcast episode. And after 16 months, haven't seen him yet. Johnny, where's your podcast? We're waiting for it. We're waiting for it. In fact, <laughs> should I, never mind. I, I, I'll say, Johnny, I think by the time that, uh, that you launch your podcast, you won't be trying to recruit people like me. You'll be recruiting people like my sons that you should go ahead and get on there. <laughs> That's what it'll be. <laughs> Something like that. We have a few more things <laughs> to talk about. I'm just bugging you, Johnny, by the way. I'm just bugging you. We have a few more things to talk about. We'll <laughs> save them for next week. But uh, thank you, everybody, from the chat. It was great having you there. And I'm glad I was able to do some microphone demonstrations for Rob. Hope that helped you, Rob. And if anybody has anything else that they want us to do on a podcast interactively with you, let us know before next week and we'll throw them on the show. And one last piece of feedback I want to throw in here. Actually, two pieces. We had SP's agent say that he thought that I sounded fine on the new mic, which was um, not new mic. It was just we just decided to randomly try the RE320 last week on Better Podcasting. And I did a little bit of EQing. Definitely think that it sounds better actually directly into the road than uh, through the DBX, which is weird. Um, but then they also had Gregory follow up saying, Roadcaster Pro 2 with new firmware latency issue he had is gone. So there are some Roadcaster Pro roadcaster pro 2 bugs getting chipped away at during different firmware awesome uh well, there's one last thing we want to acknowledge right now before we do go um sp i'll turn it over to you to mention um the uh the gofundme yeah one of my co-hosts for the voices of defiance podcast they were married both my co-hosts were are married to each other sean and shannon and on christmas eve of 2022 shannon had a massive brain aneurysm and a stroke. She almost bled out. Her husband was very quick to get her to the hospital. Uh, there was a big ambulance thing going on or a fire or something like that. So he ended up driving her directly to the hospital. And miraculously, she survived. And as far as we know, that there are no long-lasting effects with the stroke. However, she had an extensive stay in the hospital and is in recovery right now. She still has physical therapy and uh, other sorts of therapy to come out of it. And she is unable to work for now. Her sister started a GoFundMe. So in case you ever listened to Voices of Defiance, I have never monetized any of my shows before, and I don't have a plan to right now. But if you ever wanted to give back to me, I would please ask you to check out the GoFundMe for Shannon. If you search for GoFundMe and hashtag help Shannon and then after brain aneurysm. So an easy way to search for it. We'll put a link in the show notes for this, but hashtag help Shannon and then space after you will definitely find it. And uh, they would appreciate anything that you can contribute really sincerely. Uh, a lot of people have already contributed and I cannot thank you enough from the bottom of my heart. And I know I've been talking to Sean every day, really, just to try to keep his spirits up and keep him going and stuff. So he got two small girls that he had to lead through this, as well as thinking that he lost his wife several times over the course of the holidays. And uh, so he needed some propping up, still does. And uh, he says, thank you. I mean, if you know Sean, he added some uh, profanity in there, which I will not repeat here, but he said, thank you so much. It means so much. And and like me, he does not monetize his shows either. So uh, they they really don't have a podcast way to make money, although I think he has a Patreon on one of his shows. But this was a way to give back. And I would appreciate it if you've known Shannon, if you know me, and you listen to Voices of Defiance. I would really appreciate you giving a, a couple of bucks if you can. And if not, say hi to Shannon and say how well you remember her from the podcast she would appreciate it and i know sean would as well absolutely so please go to betterpodcasting.com look at the show notes for this episode and you can uh, see the link we will make sure the link is in there so that's going to go ahead and do it for the season two premiere of better podcasting live chats did you did you miss the randomness of of the live chat experience 
did you think we were a little off our game? Yeah, that's because this is this is the raw and the real, and and, and we have haven't done this in a while. So we're looking forward to continuing to go each week. I can't believe it. There's there's like basically only seven left of the season now. Uh, but please check that out uh, each week as we record this, and we will be back with the Better Podcasting Main Show in a couple of months. But I love doing the live chats because we get to talk more with our audience. It makes makes it a lot of fun for us with the audience, and I love interacting during the live show, including Betsy, who actually chimed in on the YouTube side and said, hey, uh, said the podcast may be coming in 2023. More later on that. So that's, that's exciting. Awesome, Betsy. That's that's definitely exciting. All right. So for episode number 41, 41 of Better Podcasting live chat, I'm Stephen John Drews saying thanks, everybody, for coming back to the live chat. Please go to betterpodcasting.com slash discord and chat with us when we're not recording. I'm SP Rupert saying it was a joy having you around and we look forward to seeing you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of Better Podcasting. You can find the full back catalog of Better Podcasting at betterpodcasting.com. If you're into geeky podcasts, Please check out the other podcasts on the Gunna Geek Network at gunnageeknetwork.com. This show was produced and edited by Stephen John Drew. Voice work was done by L.W. Salinas. Thanks again for listening or watching, and we hope to see you again next week.